Welcome to Not Your Average Mother Runner Podcast. My name is Lisa, and this is not just a podcast about running. This is a podcast to empower women through fitness and health and everything in between. Because let's be honest, ladies, this journey could suck if we don't get our shit together. Okay, everyone, today's guest is Wally. He is in the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. That could be that can mean many things. So and he's Ooh. from San Francisco. Uh, so welcome, Wally. Thanks for having me on, Lisa. I appreciate it. Uh, entertainment industry is a uh, vague, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it can mean so many things. Um, but honestly, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast and giving a male frame of mind in regards to dating and being in relationships with women. So the first question I've been asking all the men uh, is, tell us how old you are. I'm 29 years old, turning 30. And if we live that long, February. (laughs) Oh, okay. Of next year. So you still got time. All right. And, (laughs) And how would you describe yourself? Would you say you're an introvert or an extrovert? Uh, I guess it's pretty situational. Uh, growing up, I was pretty extroverted, but I also liked my, I also liked time by myself as well. So I guess it depends on the mood I'm in during that day. It, it, it honestly varies from moment to moment. Okay. But are you the type of person who is like, do you have any qualms like going up to a person and talking to them? Are you, or are you like really shy? Oh, no, no. I, I can initiate a conversation like nobody's business. My girlfriend, actually, we go places and we'll maybe stay an extra 10, 20 minutes because I've made a new friend. And I didn't even I don't even realize I'm doing it. It's just it kind of just becomes a natural flow. And even though we're me and this new friend aren't don't have the same interest, you know, I, I find interest in other people's stories and their interests. You know, I, I think other people are interesting that way. OK. And. So let's get down to it. Let's talk about your early dating experiences. So when did you start dating? So I started dating when I was about 12, 13 years old. I think my first girlfriend, yeah, my first girlfriend was 12, 13. I guess you could say it was kind of serious, but it was like a puppy love. Mm -hmm. Um, And from then on, I had, I mean, I had maybe one or two women that I call or girls that I called a girlfriend by the age of 21 and not my, not another girlfriend until the age of 27, 28. <laughs> wow. This is going to be an interesting conversation. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> okay. So you, so you had like this relationship in high school and, and, you know, yeah. it was like that puppy love. And then, um, so when you were dating the different women, what did that look like? I mean, you're still in your 20s, but what did that look mm-hmm. like in that whole spam? W- was it casual dating? Um, how did that look like? Okay, so for, for 
my mindset, honestly, can I, can I backtrack a little bit? Sure. So I grew up around women, uh, my aunts, my mom, my grandma. So I thought I knew what women were, what they wanted, how they reacted. And with the lack of male, um, with the lack of male infants in my life, I would say, that's not to say I didn't have a lot of guys. They just didn't teach me a lot. I took to learning from my friends, uncles, learning from places I was places I was around in the city. I mean, San Francisco is such a big city. You talk to a, a bunch of people and you pick up these little notes and just learn from wherever and whatever you can. And I didn't know I was doing it at the time. I thought it was just conversation. I thought it was just how things were in the world. So, so to fast forward a little bit, um, I think that my dating and relationships up until now, I didn't really look at it as anything serious. I didn't take relationships seriously until the last couple of years where I started realizing like, oh, I can actually, I can actually affect people's lives and I can affect my own life. And I didn't take any, uh, I didn't take any agency in what I was doing up until like these last couple of years. Okay, so you saying that you can impact. So that kind of makes me think that you were not in, I mean, were you a player? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. A lot of the sense, in a big sense of the word, I I was a player, very very much so. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yeah. And like I said, it was just it was a learned experience. You know, it was just everything I saw, the media I consumed, the music, videos, anything, anything and everything around me, especially growing up in a very um, in a very uh, competitive environment. I played sports growing up up until college. I played uh, on my school team. So everything was a competition. Everything I had to do better than than the next if you weren't getting a girl, then I was because, and I'll show you how it off. And it was more uh, quantity than quality. Okay. So let's talk about that time period where you were just like pimping it up here in, in your twenties. <laughs> um, did you, so, so it was basically casual dating, right? And you, um, you were at, at that time, like, were you thinking, oh, I want to be in a, I want to have this long-term relationship or were you just thinking, I just want a hot chick and I'm just going to keep dating? You know, this all started from when I was 12, when I was young, like I said, the media and, you know, my surroundings had a big influence, a a huge influence on like the way I perceive the world. Uh, So dating to me, I didn't really call it dating. I called it hanging out. So that kind of, I guess that in a way, in a, in a way, it kind of uh, let me off the hook in my own mind without really thinking, oh, like she, she's okay with it because we're just hanging out. And I would just do it to, you know, multiple women at a time. And it, would ju- it just became an avalanche. So I never really thought about, quote unquote, settling down in my, at my early age because, but I knew eventually I would want to, and I knew eventually that I would. It just wasn't in the cards for me because I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to do this anyways. I know for a fact, I think from my genetics and 
the kind of guy I am because I'm a big family guy. I don't want to be a single family guy. I want to be somebody who has a family and kind of raise raise a family with somebody, especially with a lot of cousins and a lot of nieces and nephews. I want to add to that. So I just knew eventually I would settle down. I just didn't know when. I just And I also knew I couldn't do it before 25, 26. <laughs> Oh. It's just my time frame. <laughs> okay, so you had a, a a goal date of so I mean let's be real. Were you like I'm just gonna sow my oats? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, so you were doing that when you were were dating all these different women or hanging out. Um, did they know this about you? Did you go into it saying, look, I'm just, I'm just hanging out with you. I'm not, don't expect anything. We're not boyfriend and girlfriend. This is not, were you, uh, open about that from the get go? You know what? I never denied it when I was accused of it, but saying that I actually went out, went out on a limb and told and front loaded them with that. I, I, I'm not going to say I did that either. I, I would get thing, I would get messages, or I would have these conversations where I heard you're a hoe, or you know, I heard you're talking to so and so. I wouldn't lie and say no. I tell them yes, yeah, I am. I mean, but I never clung on to a girl and told her no. You got to stay here. It was one of those situations where if you found out and you didn't like it, that's okay. Like, well, that's okay. We had a good time we'll keep it moving. If you want to keep staying friends or if you don't want to talk anymore, it's okay. I just really stayed with the flow of things. And there were a lot of occasions where girls left and I didn't talk to them again, or they stayed and we just kept hanging out. Okay. So let me ask you, why didn't you say it like from the get go? Like, look, we're just hanging out. I'm going to, I'm not exclusive. How come you didn't say that? Looking back now, even though, you know, you're still in your 20s, but it sounds to me you're, you're on a different mindset than you were back then. But looking back, why didn't you just say it up front? Or did you feel like you needed to? I, you know what? I just didn't think I was responsible for to do it. I really didn't think I was responsible. And I, I kind of, I put it to the side telling myself, oh, you're so you're so busy going to practices, playing games, doing homework, staying with your family. And I mean, juggling a bunch of girls. I thought to myself, we we don't need to have this conversation. They kind of I mean, to quote somebody in the White House, it is what it is, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So so when they found out about it, you were just like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I'm I. And I, that's why I mentioned earlier, I grew up around women. That's why I had to preface that where I thought is where I thought if you were honest, it would be okay. It would make things okay. Not, but in, but to look, but to look back at it now, it wasn't honest. I think it was just giving myself a pass. And, (laughs) but that's part of growth though. That, I mean, I'm learning. I, I've had to say sorry to some of these women um, reluctantly, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying over here. (laughs) Okay. So let me ask you this. So when you were doing this hanging out thing, you never said dating to, you never used the word girlfriend, boyfriend, you were just hanging out. 
looking back, did your behavior look like you were being a boyfriend? You were being attentive? You were taking them out? Or were you like standoffish? It described the behavior that you had with these women that you were just hanging out with. Yeah, really thinking about it, it, it varied from girl to girl. There were some, some, some girls where I would take them out weekly. There were some where I would never take them out and we would just hang out. Uh, I, act, I had a couple occasions where I was a, I mean, a sugar baby. So I, I guess I navigated through these different kind of relationships in different ways. So I never went at a girl in the same way I would the next or the previous. Okay, two things. What's a sugar baby? <laughs> I mean, I know what a sugar baby, but there's people that are listening who may not know what that is. What is that? Uh, so the most common phrase is a sugar daddy, which mm-hmm. is an older man taking care of a younger woman. But in my case, there, was, there were a couple of older women who wanted to t- take care of me. And they, and they did not fret. Um, I was, I was getting cashed out. They were taking care of me the in any way I wanted. It was, it was a weird life, but I was young. I, I accepted it for what it is. You know, like I said, I go with the flow. And they didn't get mad, and I wasn't gonna get mad either. I, I mean, I, I can understand a sugar, a sugar daddy now. Like, it's a good job. <laughs> Sugar, I mean, sugar baby is a good job. Sugar yeah, baby, I was going to say, how'd you get that gig? Um, so when we, you were that sugar baby with these women, did they want more or they were just okay with just, you know, having their fun with you and not really getting serious or even being committed to you? Well, a lot of, well, I don't want to say a lot, but most of them, they were divorced already or single mothers whose kids were actually they were out of the house. So I guess they were looking for someone who was a little bit younger and just free and open. And they, they had money to blow. They had, they had to spend their alimony check somewhere, you know, their kids didn't, (laughs) they, they didn't have to, they didn't have to spend on their kids Costco food runs anymore. They didn't have to do bike clothes. So they said, you know what, I'm going to get this young devilish man, a nice chunk of change for a while. And I said, I will gladly accept. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. Okay. So you, when you were doing all of this, you were still dating other women, hanging out. We were right? hanging out. Okay. Yeah. So you said one thing. You said it was different from one to the other. It wasn't always like, because I asked you, did you... Was your behavior, did your behavior look like a boyfriend? You said it differed. What, what made it different? Why, what made you behave differently to different women? Well, I think, I think it was how I perceived the girl and how she would, how, how our interactions would go, actually. That's, that's how I would, that's how I would vary from woman to woman. And some women I wooed because that's what they asked for. And that was kind of the chase of it all. And some girls, it was just a simple, hey, are you up text at like 10 o'clock, 10 or 11 o'clock? And hey, you want to come over or you want to, or can I sleep over? It was just as simple or as difficult as that. And whether they answered or not, and whether they accepted it, that's how I was going to 
react to every individual woman. That's why I said earlier, I don't, I ca- I'm kind of like interested in people and their stories because nobody reacts the same. That's why I can't really answer. I can't give re- really a cookie cutter way of how I acted towards these women. Well, you, you're you not going to say exactly, but at the end of the day, they were still all hanging, you were still all hanging out with them, right? And so would yeah. we say then that if, like you just mentioned, if it was someone that where it was like kind of like a booty call, you're just like, okay, I'm going to go with this. Or it mm-hmm. was like, oh, let's go out and have dinner, then you're going to go go with it. Were you just going with the flow? But did you change your your stance based on how they came to you? No, because I think I, aside from my sugar mamas, they, I hung out with a lot of girls who were around my age. So I guess we kind of reacted the same way. And now that I really think about it, their personalities were really, a lot of the girls' personalities were a lot stronger than mine. And I don't know if I have a personality or not, but I kind of went with how they were reacting. So I, yeah, I, I, okay, let me change, let me change that. Yeah, I, I think I did go with how they, I went with their flow. Let me ask you something, Wally. So did you, cause you said something that, you said that you grew up with a lot of women mm-hmm. in your, you know, as you grew up and you didn't have that male role model you said it was you know uncles and things like that so if you could look at the pattern or the type of women that came into your space would you say that these were very strong personalities yeah but i would say that they were very strong i'd say they they were really strong but once you broke them down they were really vulnerable Okay, Wally, you say broke them down. What does that mean, Wally? Uh, <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> by, by break them down, I mean like, I guess when you, when you get to know them a little bit more, when they start to soften up on you, you kind of, you kind of uh, crack that shell, you crack that exterior hardness of that, of that, you kind of crack that shield, that, they, that guard that they had up. And it's up to me not up to me but up to a player to up to any person to react to how they break down those walls you know the way you talk i almost get the sense that you really and like i said there's nothing wrong with how you were perceiving your life back then but i almost feel like you were playing this role of the player yeah i mean i guess you could say that uh i I do love this, love hanging out with a lot of women, but like I said, it was, it, a lot of it was a role, you know, it was something that I thought I grew up needing to do. And not that I didn't enjoy it, not that I didn't love hanging out with women. It's just, yeah, the media kind of told me that you got to have all these women and I just, I obeyed. So, but what about you? Like, you know, you were with all these women and it was all hanging out. Mm -hmm. Where, Where did you get a chance to be vulnerable and show your feelings and talk about how, what you wanted? Did you ever do that throughout that, that span of time? 
I think I would do it on my own, but as as a I don't I don't know if your viewers know about the Filipino culture or anything like that, but the men and just the culture in general were very reserved. So we're taught to like keep things inside because you're here in America. What do you what do you know about hardship? I had to go I had to go sleep on dirt and come here on a boat. So you don't have it hard. What are you talking about? So it was one of those things where my feelings weren't validated mm-hmm. up until I mean, even recently where I started to just explore how I really felt and what I really thought. And that's why like thinking back on everything now, it, I did enjoy it, but it was, it was a lot of it. A lot of the media played the part in how I navigated my relationship with women. When you were having these relationships and you were hanging out with these women, what were you getting out of it? Besides the sex and everything else, what, what was it filling? What were you filling inside? Did, what, was it, what were you getting out of it? I think it, it was a sense of, I guess it was a sense of a, a loving feeling, an intimate feeling where it wasn't as like sexually intimate where they, where it was, they kind of devoted their time to me because I did grow up a lot around a lot of women, but my family was also nurses and doctors. So holidays and, you know, nights and things like that. I was, I was alone a lot of the time. So I guess correlating all that, I really wanted the intimacy of just, you know, laying down with somebody laying down with a girl and she kind of just, you know, it's just like some, Con, some um, skin-to-skin contact. Okay. And how did you meet women during that time? So was this like organically, like going out through friends, using apps? Like what? what is it? How did you meet these women? Um, for, so from 12 to 18, the world of, you know, talking to actual people. <laughs> I know that's like a crazy thought, but I actually walked around, you know, I walked around and met people and went out to, to the mall, guys. I went to the mall. <laughs> I don't know if you know what the mall is. It's not that thing where it's not that thing that flies over and drops it off at your front door. It's somewhere you walk into stores. Okay. So we, we went to malls. I met people. There was this thing called AIM. I don't know if anybody, any of your listeners know that. <laughs> so okay. I, would get, I would get AIM from someone at the movies or somewhere and we would meet up. And uh, that was from 12 to 18, from 19 to now. I, met, I was on apps. I was also meeting people at school, um, driving down to or fl- uh, traveling to other places in the country and meeting people there and just connecting in different ways. Okay. So when you were doing this meeting at, up with these women and it was all this hanging out, did any of these women like want more? Yes. Some of them did. And did they tell you or did they, how did that work out? Uh, well, a couple occasions, some girls got a little ballsy and almost, and stabbed me. Um, Wait, I, what? A, a couple of girls, I guess they were kind of up, they were filling up to the top. They didn't really want to tell me, they didn't say anything. And then one night we were, I was, we were hanging out and true feelings came out when we were drinking and you know a couple of them stabbed me 
<laughs> that was pretty crazy. Okay, physically stab you? Yes. Okay, besides the physically stabbing, which is a bit crazy, Wally, <laughs> what about just saying, hey, I want more, or I, I think I'm falling in love with you? Like, when did you have any of those women say that to you? A couple of girls have asked me if, if, they want, if we could settle down. And I, I told them, I told them I would just, I'm just too busy. I, I can't do it. Okay. What does that mean? Settle down. You mean like be committed they, to each other? Yeah. They wanted to commit to, they wanted to be monogamous. Okay. And when you said, no, I'm too busy. What did they do? Did they leave or stay? Uh, I remember one staying and a couple leaving. Okay. Um, and so as far as the communication goes, you did say eventually, because they brought it up, that, you know, I want more. And you would say, I'm busy. You said, I'm busy. You didn't say, that's not what I want right now, or I'm not looking for that. You just said, I'm busy. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things like, where, like I said, I was, uh, I was dodging it instead of actually facing up. Okay. How about the the mode of communication because you are you're you were in you're in your 20s so at texting was the thing to do it yeah. still is the thing seems to be the thing to do how what was your best or what was the mode of communication that you would use when you were hanging out with these women when you were telling them things was it texting calling face to face when we would talk, I I actually didn't like too much face-to-face -face conversation or as far as FaceTime. I like calling on the phone or being in person. That te Texting up until recently, I didn't really enjoy because I feel like you can't convey tone. So something is bound to get, something is bound to get mis uh, misconstrued and it's going to turn into another fight where, where we're just going to keep arguing. And I, I just, I, I, I would just say I don't have the time and hang up and that would be the end of it. Okay. So let's also talk about, you know, back then when you were just hanging out with these women and I asked you like, what, what did you look like? Like, how did you behave? Did you give them the sense that you were being like having this like boyfriend quality? Um, so you know, when we think about your behavior during that time, I mean, you obviously had to have some interest with some of these women where you were interested in them. And then, of course, some women you're just like, eh, you know, what yeah. did that behavior look like? What was the differences? So the ones that you were like interested in, even though it was just a hangout versus the mm, whatever. You know, it, it became I'm, I'm really physical. I, I like touching. I mean, we can't do it now. I don't know if I'll ever recover from that. Um, I think. What are you talking part, about? Part COVID. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, um, I, you know, it, it was little things like maybe holding a hand or kind of, or if we would be sitting down or laying down, I'd put my arm around you and we would just whisper little, I would whisper goofy little things every once in a while. And those were the women I would be interested in. For the ones that I wasn't really interested in, we just kind of like sit there and 
it would be me like twiddling my thumbs or have my hand on your knee and just kind of show like a dead some dead body language in a way where it was just like you kind of knew what you came here for and you know what I'm about so there wasn't really a lot of effort in the, on my part have you ever ghosted women no I think that's the one thing I'll say I haven't done I haven't ghosted I haven't I have not. Okay, so usually ghosting is when you you know that woman is trying to get a hold of you and you just completely ignore them. So how about the ones that you weren't interested in and they're like coming at you? Did you finally tell them? Were you were you actually then at that point saying, "Look, uh, I'm busy" or "I'm not interested"? A lot of those times, I would just tell them I'm busy, which I I really thought in my head where it, it was justified. Where I thought, okay, I really am busy, so I don't have to answer to you and what you're thinking right now. Wow. Okay. Um, and how did they take that? Uh, yeah, they took it pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. Um, but at that time, I really didn't care. I was so into myself. Um, I had like this very rock star mentality growing up. And it kind of propelled when I became, I used to be a chef and yeah, it definitely propelled when I got that head chef kind of gig and my ego just went crazy after that. And you couldn't tell me when to stop. It, it really had to take a lot of retooling to really think about, about those things. <laughs> so during that time, you, weren't, you were not in any long-term relationship, were you? I was in one long-term relationship and that was maybe like, I don't know, seven, eight months. Okay. That's not yeah. bad. Okay. And why at that time did you decide to, well, first of all, were you committed to this woman? No, I, I was not. It was, she, we hung out one night and she told me, uh, after we finished hanging out, she said, uh, you know, we're, she told me we're committed now, we're, we're together now. And I just, I kind of sat back and said, what? But I was 18, 19 years old. And I said to myself, okay, you, you can think whatever you want. We'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go with it. So I never really commit. I was like, I was like a toe in the door. Just a, yeah, I was just a, a, a pinky toe in the door in that quote unquote relationship. But other than that, I was I was fully gone. I was <laughs> okay. So you so in this span of time that you're with this woman for eight or nine months, you weren't even like loyal um, loyal to her, were you? No, uh, no, no, I, I was not. And did she know that? Yeah. And she stayed. Yeah, I tried. To, I tried to break up with her, and I tried to like put it. As e I tried to make it as easy as I can, but she just she just wouldn't let it go. She would just keep bothering me. It didn't take up until maybe a year later where I I, I forget what happened. I think I think she met someone for the summer and she said, Okay, that's it. And, but then she had found out I was moving and then she wanted to get back and try to like rekindle the relationship again. But then I told her, it was like, there's nothing to rekindle. I mean, we could be friends. We could text or something. But like, as far as 
you and me being a thing, like we can't have that anymore. Like that, I'm, I'm not into that. Okay. So you said that you try to take it, you try to tell her, you know, in a certain way. What, what was that? What did that look like? How did you try to tell her? This was one of the rare occasions where I actually had a face-to-face with a woman when I was uh, dumping her. And I told her, like, I don't want us to be together anymore. Like, she came to my house and she, yeah, she came to my house uh, maybe a day or two because I was moving to Hawaii at that time. And I told her, like, no, we can't do this. Like, you can email me, you can text me, but no, we're not going to try to rekindle this. Um, And she said, oh, well, we'll keep in touch. Okay. And we did for maybe like a week or two while I was, while I was moving. But after that, I told her, you know what, I'm just not going to have any time. I'm moving into a new place. I don't know anybody here. Like I, I I can't do this. I can't do this back on the mainland with you. Okay. But that was towards the end, but you said that earlier on, you try to break it off with her. How did you try to break it off with her? Did you say those same things? Oh, you know, I think I did it subliminally, which was kind of a, (laughs) which in hindsight wasn't good, but I just, I mean, she would catch me. I would kind of leave my phone on with like text messages and things like that, where it was, it was kind of like very incriminating, but (laughs) so it was like, I I guess I kind of wanted her to do it as opposed to me doing it. Okay. That's what I want to talk about, Wally. Like, why did you not just be honest? Even at that point, you didn't want to be with this woman. Why didn't you just say, I don't want to be with you? What was the fear? What were you trying to avoid? Hmm. I guess I just didn't want to take responsibility for that stuff. And at that time, I, I was yeah i was still 1920 i just didn't think it was a big deal mm. like i i truly did not think it was a big deal um i live my relationship my thoughts on relationships really went through age i thought to myself okay 19 to 19 to like 23 24 25 you have autonomy. Like you don't have to do anything for anybody. Like you're not committed to anybody. You don't have to tell anybody anything, especially like the girls that you're messing with. So you don't owe them anything, but at the same, in the same token, they don't owe you anything. So you can't get mad for something happening that they, they did to you as well. So I kind of thought it was like a mutual understanding. It was a mutual understanding, but you didn't say it. Nobody was saying it. Yeah. Nobody was saying it. (laughs) I just want to clarify that, okay? <laughs> um, okay, so now you said you have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Is that the first relationship? Well, first of all, let me ask you, how long have you been in this relationship? Uh, we're going to be together for two years on Labor Day. Okay, is this the first long-term relationship you had since that time that you were doing your hanging out? Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> okay, why, why did you decide to invest in this? Uh, you know what? It's going to sound cliche, but my girlfriend now, she was different. She, uh, she challenged me in ways um, mentally that I never, 
yeah, mentally and emotionally that I never knew about, about period, actually. Yeah, okay. I never knew. Okay. Um, about yourself? About myself and how to navigate relationships and how to just act in a relationship. Okay. Um, like I said, I, a lot of my, a lot of my influences come from media and, you know, uncles and things I see around. So I always thought to myself, I was, like I said earlier, I was going to settle down. I just didn't know when, but I knew I wasn't destined to, you know, be alone. Okay. So you do you so you're saying to me that the reason why you decide to invest in this woman is because would you say that she's different from the other women that you've dated yes completely different but are you different yeah i think so okay how so um first of all i take her feelings into account um, I definitely listen to her and how she feels on a day-to-day basis, shit, like even an hour-to-hour basis ever since quarantine started. Um, I've adjusted to ways that well, we would actually, her and I have adjusted to each other's kind of uh, way of thinking and how we live. Uh, she, We don't live together right now, but we, I guess we've pseudo been living together during the quarantine. And at first it was kind of a give and take where we, you know, we butted heads a lot because we didn't know how to actually live together. She would just kind of stay over my house or I would stay over hers. But like being together 24 seven, I've learned to, you know, be more attentive to her and what she needs as opposed to just her catering to me all the time. And, you know, it, it kind of, it, it's built up since then. Okay. So here's what I want to ask you. When we think about the behavior of what, so your relationship that you had with these women when you were just hanging out looked a certain way, right? And now Mm -hmm. you are in this committed relationship. What's the difference? What's the difference between that you were with these women that you're just hanging out with, but even though you're saying you're hanging out with, some of them you were with for months versus now that you are, loyal to this one woman what is the difference do you see um like i said she challenges me we have very titillating conversations together i mean we get really stupid together and i think that's i think that was that's one of the funnest parts about a relationship we can really just be ourselves we can act as stupid or as serious as we want i mean we'll watch like the West side story and we'll reenact those dances. And I'm not much of a dancer at all, but I'll like mess around and we'll do that stupid shit because we have fun. And I think my frame of mind is just a lot different now at 29 than it was at 25, 26, and even some parts of 27 where I had this rock star mindset and I still do in a lot of ways, but I've kind of honed down a lot and I've focused myself to more like my inner peace and to the things I want to do with my life, as opposed to these preconceived notions where I thought of how I thought I wanted to live my life. Okay. So 
let me ask you, um, do you feel you are misunderstood by women in general? So if we could think back, we're going to take a step back. I know I kind of just threw a curveball there, but if we could talk about all the times that you were in these relationships, just hanging out, and even in the one that you're in now, do you feel misunderstood by other women? And if yes, explain. Do you feel like they think, get you? I think that's why I'm in my relationship now. Because my partner, she does understand me. Like she gets me on a level that you can't really talk about. You can't really like, you can't really fabricate or say, we just, we just have this vibe. We have this with this, like this synergy that you can't, that I've never really had with anybody else on like a emotional, spiritual, mental and um and a physical level like we're i i'm a i can say that i'm attracted to her in like every sense of the word or in every facet and like while she does challenge me and i act like i i think in the back of my mind i actually love it because going back to it all it's like a competition but it's just she's playing the right she's playing the right strings like she knows how to pull my strings Hmm. Okay. Um, so what about, uh, any behavioral patterns that you saw during the time that you were dating all the hanging out with these women? And even, like I said, even now, what are some behavioral patterns that seem to be irritating to you or turn you off? <laughs> and it cliff no version wally we don't got all day i think, I think pa- uh passiveness i think that's what really gets to me um i'm not very passive or i don't like to i don't like to bullshit to be honest uh i think that's why a lot of the women in the past didn't work out because they were never really up front but now my girlfriend she's like very upfront. she's a hispanic so she's gonna talk her shit she's gonna speak her mind and I'm just going to, you know, I, I sit there and hear it, but I'll also respond. And I think that's what, um, I think that's what kind of attracted me to her. She okay. Spoke. So I'm going to say something here because you you just said something that made no sense to me. You said that those women were not up front. Well, neither were you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, right. I <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm... <laughs> So no, no, you're you're definitely right, and you know that that's that's why I mean I looking back on it now it def it was my fault, but uh, I mean I was young, and that's not an excuse, but that's that's my reason. I was young and I didn't know. Okay, yeah, that's the excuse <laughs> that my nine year old says she didn't know. But anyways, <laughs> um, let but let's talk about the the things that irritate you. The things that you experienced, you said passiveness, but then you said that you were with women who I um, I almost want to say that they were assertive. They were strong women. So what were some of the things that you saw that would turn you off that would say, oh, nope, ain't doing this one. Mm-mm. Like, what were those? What were the things that they did? I think it was. uh well, just in general, what are things that women do t- that their behavior that irritates you? 
that bothers you that you're like, oh God, why did, why is she doing this? Oh, it it was it would definitely be if they if we were having an argument, it, it would be unnecessary yelling. And it's that's really situational, but it would be where we were at a mall and we would have a conversation and she would yell out of nowhere, like literally out of nowhere at me. And I would just tell her, you know what? I'm not even going to try to deal with this at the mall. Like, le- like, let's leave. And just starting altercations like that, where it would never get physical, but it was just verbal in public spaces where it was, I, I thought it was super unnecessary. Okay. And wh- how would you like a woman to treat you? Because, you know, you, you talked a lot about how you treated them, which, you know, n- with not a lot during the time that you were hanging out because you weren't invested in them, right? Yeah. Okay. But now you're invested in this woman and it sounds to me that you like what you're, you know, you're obviously decided to be with this person. What, how do you like to be treated? Cause you said you like to be touchy feely, but how would you ultimately like, like to be treated by a woman? I just, I think, I think I would just like to know that she knows that we're on the same level. I think pretty early on, I would kind of assert a little bit of dominance, you know, just like little tidbits and here and there where I would kind of, where we were here on the scale, but then it would kind of tip in my favor. And over time, it just kind of, it, it weighed out to only my favor. Whereas my relationship now you know, sometimes it would tip to her favor. Sometimes it would tip to mine. And yeah, I, I think I think being on an even playing field would be like my my ideal situation with a woman. Okay. Would you date yourself? Now? Yes. Okay. Why? <laughs> I think I've I think I've changed a lot since uh, my early hoe days. Let's just call it what it is. Um, <laughs> and I'm a lot more focused in, and driven in different ways where, you know, I'm just trying to get better in every facet of my life. And I think building a relationship, an intimate relationship with a woman, uh, one woman, by the way, is, you know, starting to be more important to me. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Wally. I really appreciate you sharing your journey your hanging out experience. I came in and dating. <laughs> and, uh, you know, no, honestly, thank you for being honest. That's, that's huge. And being um, genuine and telling it like it is, as you <laughs> said, um, and, and taking the time to talk to me and giving the listeners this male perspective. So I just want to thank you again for coming on here. Ah, thanks, Lisa. I appreciate it. And yeah, I, uh, you know, this is one, this is another part of my journey of being vulnerable and like owning up to my shit. So thank you for letting me hash that out and really think about what, because I never really thought about what I did. I'm going to be honest. It wasn't until the last year or two where my girlfriend would tell me about her experiences. I would kind of relay it to my own and think, oh shit, did I do this? Mm. And now I'm kind of like weaving that out and navigating through it. So thanks for giving me the space to do it. Oh, I'm happy to be part of your journey. 
Appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And until next time, bye. Man, I did not expect that from you. <laughs> <laughs>